Welcome, everybody, to the Sunset Foot Wrestling Podcast. You're home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. Soto, my guy. You, what's good? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. We're getting to uh, Christmas just around the corner. Uh, New Year's is a little around the corner, but ways as well. That's How right. you doing, buddy? Good. I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, um, l- listen, let me tell you, I, I love and I hate Christmas. I listen, love no. Christmas. <laughs> I love Christmas because... You know, you get presents and whatnot. I hate it because, you know, uh, there's a lot of people you have to spread love to. So, and uh, my wallet and my bank account is uh, currently taking a beating right now. So, um, yeah, it's, but you know, it's Christmas, you know, and, 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 and with that is, uh, you know, we're approaching the end of the year. Um, And also with that, you know, we're, 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 you know, there's a lot of uh, rumors and, and news to discuss. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's a lot. There's a, a lot, lot hap- a lot happening this week. So, I mean, I, we we have to get to it. So let's get right into it. Let's break this down. Um, probably the most notable thing I could probably talk about in regards to the contracts. Um, so we've had we've had this long talk about. Um, Kevin Owens going to AEW. This is a show in. This is right. guaranteed he's leaving. And then it became, oh, probably not. He might not leave. Or he might, he might not go. You know, how do you want to break it down? Uh, he has signed a lucrative deal. I believe it was a multi-year deal, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, it's uh, a three-year deal with a- a- anywhere from the two to three million a year uh, range. So, you know, three years and then each year he's getting two to three million. Um, talk about a sweet deal. <laughs> you know, for wrestling, for wrestling to be getting that kind of money, um, it just shows how um, highly, you know, you're, you're viewed. Um, I, for one, uh, have gone on record saying that I for sure thought that Kevin Owens was all elite bound it kind of seemed that way because yeah all um, arguments and the and the dissension that's been going yeah, on with him right and you know the past couple of weeks you know it's kind of like he's he's been you know lost in the card and whatnot um but ever since you know about uh, up until a couple of weeks ago you know where they tar- turned him heel um this new character change that you know it's it's best suited for him because I said Kevin Owens um, as a face is, is is pretty stale. His best work is as a heel. Hundred percent. And you know, looking at how they were pushing him the last couple of weeks, I was like, is he really on his way out? I for sure thought, you know, they're giving him this one final push, add him to the triple threat match, which is now a fatal four for a uh, fatal four way match, and I for sure thought that he was going to take the pin and he was going to be on his way out and then eventually song with all elite wrestling. But I did say something. I did say that if Kevin Owens, if the remote chance that if Kevin Owens were to sign with WWE, I had him winning the Royal Rumble. Right. And now that he's re-signed with WWE, I think we might be seeing that. I want like, we might see Kevin Owens. We might see him like win the WWE Championship at day one. 
it's completely possible as a reward i'm pretty sure you know uh one of the perks you know in those uh contract situation is like you know we'll make you champion again um so i it's either day one he becomes champion or i think he's gonna win the royal rumble but regardless um i'm i'm actually happy you know uh this past year wwe released over 80 85 wrestlers unfortunately and you know they they kind of use the same talent and kevin owens is a main event talent they couldn't afford to lose him to all elite wrestling um because i i thought you know that that would have been i don't know that that could have been bad for wwe you know catastrophic yeah exactly so i think you know wwe knew they couldn't afford losing um Kevin Owens to AEW. I'm pretty sure AEW made a made an offer, you know, and WWE had to counter it, you know. So right. he resigns. Uh, I'm happy for him. He said it was a, a, a family, you know, family decision. It, it was best for you know him and his family. So um, I'm really excited to see what's next for kevin owens because the last couple of weeks he's been on fire and it's been his best work in we for quite some time yeah um i think the finish situation the um it was kind of obvious when he broke that's the first thing he said i did my family like it was the most obvious decision i don't know if he's in florida or if he's still in canada you know where his family's at but you know, having a safe decision for them and not having to switch over to different companies. Just, I mean, not that money would have been an issue because I guarantee wherever he would have went, he would have got paid lucratively as he did with WWE. Um, but good for him. You know, he made a decision. It's a, it's a big, it's a huge win for for WWE. It's a rare win, to be honest. Yeah. It's a rare win. Um, but let's hope because at the same time, we've seen people get paid contracts, get paid good money. They get cut a month later. Two months later. Yeah, no, yeah, no, you're right. So it's it's like we, we don't know. We don't know if Kevin Owens is gonna live up to that three-year contract because, like you just said, like you know, sometimes in the middle of a contract, you could be released, you know, because of budget cuts. <laughs> so you um, say his budget cuts, but you get this man a lucrative three-year deal. Okay, look at me, let's say it's ten million dollars, right? Three or ten million, is, and then you'll cut him like, yeah, was it really budget yeah, cut? It's kind of it's kind of weird, you know. But listen, Funny I'm pretty sure, yeah, like. You know, I think we both thought that he was, you know, um, bound, you know, all elite bound. 100%. And, you know, like I said, this was a lucrative contract, you know, which now, you know, works in Kevin Owens' favor. And, you know, it it kind of seems to me that Kevin Owens kind of used AEW as leverage. Yeah, 100%. And that's you know, the with, with all, Exactly, with all these teases. And you know what? Wrestlers are going to start using this, you know? Uh, and, and you know, Kevin Owens teased, oh, with the whole Twitter thing, with uh, Mount Rushmore, with the Young Bucks. And look at him now. Now he's going to get paid um, for three years in the million, you know, two to three millions range. So, you know, shout out to him, you know? 100%. And this is going to be, from this point forward now, remember how we spoke about, you know, wrestlers back in the day during the wars, everybody in WWF, now WWE, but back then it was WWF, going from 
the one company is WCW. And everybody was leaving and this, that, and third. They can't go town. And then you had one guy switch over. You know, you had the Jericho and Jericho with Foley and then so on and so forth. This here is just as important because this is a guy who used another company and said, listen, this is competition. If you don't give me what I want, I will go and ruin you guys in another company. And, th- and this was just as big as it would, it's same correlation, same, it's just as relative as it was, you know, 25, 30 years ago as it is now. You know what I mean? So a lot of wrestlers now when the contract's up and you know they're big time talent, you know what? You won't, you won't make me champion? You won't give me what I want? Okay, I'm going to go do it and then shit on you out of, the, out of the company. It's not like, you know, TNA Impact was that a couple of years ago before things financially went down the drain due to bad investments. There's no bad investments with AEW. This thing is a monster. This thing will keep growing and growing and be a lot stronger as the weeks go by. But- so now, WWE smart about it and now watch out for the wrestlers trying to move the other way and you do whatever they can to get as much money as possible. You're and you're you know you're absolutely right. And then one thing to to consider is that, in like companies like like Impact, you know we saw what's happening with Ring of Honor, you know, um, and, and other wrestling promotions. They won't give you a a uh, contract, a lucrative contract like that in the millions range, right? So then that that narrows it down to WWE and AEW, right? That that would pour money, right? Now. Here's the thing with AEW though, it's kind of like they're becoming too overcrowded. You know, the past the past year, you know, where where um WWE released 80 plus wrestlers, AEW picked a good chunk of that, and it's starting to become a little bit overcrowded. And you're starting to see, like I mentioned before, the the OGs like the the OGs from AEW the ones who you know first signed with the first twenty five guys like they're in back of the line and you know it, it's frustrating because it's like damn it's like I signed with AEW to to you know showcase my talent and whatnot but they're you know they're signing consistently and Tony Khan just you know went on record saying that, you know, there's several free agents out there. So it's like, it's going to be packed. You know what I'm saying? Um, And then of course, you know, they're also dealing with injuries with, with, you know, with Kenny Omega and then also um, personal uh, issues with, with Moxley. So it's like, they have, they have a great roster, but it's getting kind of packed. So as opposed to WWE, where it's like, here's where the advantage of AEW. And this is WWE's fault for this. We go watch, uh, you watch SmackDown, you watch, we're mostly SmackDown, because SmackDown is is the shorter show. You get maybe three matches on SmackDown. Granted, there are always three fans. The main event is, I've never seen a bad main event on SmackDown. Every match is quality. Every main event is top tier. But you only see three matches on Two hour show, a two hour show, and yeah, it's four smack uh, Royal you five as opposed um, to AEW, which has like five or six, right? Yeah, AEW has multiple matches on multiple shows, you know. Um, Rampage, they get what five, 
well, Rampage six. is one one hour. So mm-hmm. Rampage gets, but in that one hour, they'll have like three, like they'll have three that, matches, three matches, so three give, maybe four. You know, that's a lot in an hour for TV. Right. Um, and when you go on Dynamite, you get six, you get five, a good a good five, a good six, um, sometimes seven matches. You get a good chunk of wrestling, and most of them are three are uh, trios. A lot of tags. You get a lot of inf- a, lot, a lot of people getting run. Um, you know, elevation. You get people to get their run, get the transition. The 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 partnership or for whatever you want to call a partnership with Impact. Rest is going over there to get work in. So they're getting their fair share of time. WWE has to stop doing the whole talking for twenty minutes. Yeah. And chop down the five and put two matches on seven eight minutes a piece. You could easily get well. I mean, six they, matches. They should definitely do that on Raw. You know, Raw is a three hour show, so it's like and that's supposed to be your number one show. And it's number right. two, maybe three, depending on NXT and SmackDown. So you, they have their problem is they have to put out more matches to, to let people see who their wrestlers are, what what the roster looks like. Show your talent. AEW right. shows all their talent, whether they get five minute matches. Or 35-minute matches. You see all the wrestlers on the talent. So them having a big roster, it makes perfect sense. At the right. same time, at but, some point, like you're saying, over set, the overcrowded, overcrowded exactly. pool. Exactly. We, we saw that with Big Swerve, who asked for her release. And, you know, a couple months ago, we saw um, Brian Cage express his frustration with his booking. So it's like there, there's going to be more to come. And that's what I think WWE has to take advantage of. If wrestlers start becoming, uh, uh, you know, frustrated in AEW, that's when they should open the door, just like AEW has been doing with right. WWE. So we'll give, we'll give a shot, exactly. And but, but if that's the case, they can't do what they do. Some people you get shot for a month and then get put on the shelf for three. You're right, and that but, was their problem uh, in the first place. Continuing on this wave of signing, uh, contract signings. So in the same week that Kevin Owens uh, signs a, you know, a new uh, multi-year deal with WWE, rumor has it, it's not confirmed yet, that Sami Zayn has um, signed, uh, re-signed with WWE uh, long-term. So uh, how do you feel about that? I'm going to assume that's because Kevin Owens, it's the influence of Kevin Owens. They knew each other coming up in the in the in the minors. They they made, they made their way up in the ranks together. They've done a lot of segments, a lot of that's probably it's probably that's probably the most oversaturated rivalry when it comes to matches since Cena and Orton, Zena Owens. We've seen them so many times in every match, face and heel, heel and heel, reverse roles. Um, We've seen them everywhere. Every match put together. It was a Hell in a Cell, a Chamber, cage matches, ladder matches, um, mania matches. So it's like we've seen that plenty, but we know there's a great relationship between them two. So it makes sense. All right, I'm signing. Make sure Zane gets signed before I start making more of a ruckus. All you want want to do is get money. And and here's the thing. He's been just like – you know, just like Kevin Owens, we've seen a little push for Zane, you know, working a program with Brock Lesnar. Oh, so that by the way, cut... was gold. It was gold. <laughs> exactly. Gold. So, so, you know, working <clears throat> with a, um, you know, a star like Brock Lesnar, it kind of, you know, 
kind of like suggests or or uh, that same might have re-signed with WWE. And I think because of that, he will be rewarded. Um, I can definitely see Sami Zayn getting a title shot soon, whether it's Intercontinental or whether it's something. You know, he deserves. He, it shouldn't be a long run, but he deserves to get into a picture for something. Yeah, I, I forgot who the U.S. title champ is, but give Zayn the belt. Well, uh, um, well, I mean, it would be the Intercontinental. It would be Nakamura because Nakamura's on uh, on SmackDown. Give people a chance to chances to fight. I mean, when's the last time Nakamura you know defended the title? I I honestly don't know. I honestly don't remember to be so honest. So for with all you. that, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna have the guy wrestle due to injury mm-hmm. personal reasons, like they did back in the day, if you can't compete, drop the belt, get get killed off in a match yeah. for a little bit, and then come back and you know, get it back. Whatever it is, but you know, I'm not a big fan of Zayn, the character, like the wrestler, but Zayn, Zayn is a great worker, and he deserves yeah. credit that he deserves. He's all the great I, 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 I love uh, Zayn in general. I mean, I, I love him as a babyface, but, you know, as a heel, he's just this, you know, obnoxious, obnoxious wrestler. So, um, yeah, like, you know, much more like Kevin Owens uh, definitely deserves a run. Uh it, it, it's it's due even though you know um over the i think a couple of months ago he was ic champion um but regardless you know give him a push because he's somebody that the fans uh you know the fans are even though the fans he has values of the company exactly so now um another uh since we're on this uh, theme regarding uh contract so rumor has it that you know uh, Bray Wyatt, he's uh, filming this movie, or he, you know, he's working on movie projects. But um, there's rumor of him either signing with AEW um, or Impact. Now, which which company do you think needs him more? Impact. Um, Impact puts he beat a former well for one, not as a world champion, but being a very well loved and enjoyable champion he would thrive in impact aew he would he would thrive as he would thrive in both places let's put it that way he would thrive in both places he's more valuable at impact having a persona that will attract people to watch impact than all these stars and because that's all it is I'll use Punk for him. Where does Punk rank in the top in the in the levels of wrestlers on the AW on the AW roster? Where would you put him at? Five, ten. In pound for wrestling? pound with skill, talent. Is he the fifth best in terms of wrestling, or or do or do we add his, his promos as all, well? All together. Well, fifth, ten, top ten, top ten. Okay. Yeah. If you threw Punk on Impact, where would he be? If you do punk on impact, it would be top five. Yeah, probably top five, top three. Bray mm-hmm. Wyatt, as great as he is on the mic, talent, skill set, and, um, and that's respect. The, where would you put him in impact? You you can uh you can make him the face of the company, to be honest with you. Um that that's the type of impact that Bray Wyatt, you know, brings. So that's um, that's where I'll put my arguing at. Uh, no, even anybody else, Omega, same thing. You put him in impact, he's the number one guy. 
on AEW, he's top five, top 10. You know what I mean? Brian, Brian Danielson, the yeah. same thing. Anybody else could play. So instead of going into a somewhere where, and now it's also, also, do you really care about money? If money's not a factor, go to Impact. If you want, yeah. if you want uh, to go against top tier wrestling and be with the big fish in the big ocean, you go to AW. If you want to be the number one guy, like you should be, you should have been met with, uh, with WWE. Go to Impact. Go yeah. and I don't know if the fiend's copyrighted by WWE, but go, you know, go be Husky Harris. I mean, I, I think I think he's just taking his time right now to. Yeah. to I guess, you know, he ha- he has that, you know, mo- project that he's working on, you know, movies. Um, but he, it kind of seems like he's in no rush, you know, because um, he, his 90-day, uh, you know, uh, non-compete uh, clause expired on October 29th. Right. So, you know, if he was in a rush, he would have just signed right then and there with somebody, you know? Yeah. But I feel like, you know, like I said, AEW right now is overcrowded, and I'm pretty sure you know AEW would welcome him with open arms and whatnot. And like I mentioned before, um, Matt Hardy has teased um, something with Bray Wyatt because every time on, on Instagram, uh, you know, uh, Matt Hardy you know posts a series of pictures, and one of them always includes uh, Bray Wyatt. Right. I. I just think that impact needs him more because they're lacking in stars um and yeah right moose you got the you got the good brothers yeah um, it's but it's like impact is is struggling with viewership i feel like you can build around him and put bray wide impact people will go and watch him because of what he did in nxt what he did in wwe what he did as the fiend exactly his run with cena put him in the upper echelon of of the roster at that time that the mm-hmm. whole run to mania and that gimmick there now that the fiend with orton kind of knock him down yeah but i still didn't take with the fact that the fiend is still the fiend so yeah, his then, value is still high and then and, and then you know people people have said oh okay so if he goes to aew he could be the new um you know the new uh leader for the dark order but right. I mean, if he goes to Impact, the possibility there becomes that he can become the leader of Decay, which right. I f- I feel like Decay suits more his character than being the leader of the Dark Order. Right. Um. I mean, both of them works, but he seems more of a Decay person. So, um, you know, we just have to, I guess, you know, stay tuned to to you know to see what's gonna happen next. It's, so. it's definitely a we shall see. I would love to see Impact. I think him running his own show would be incredible and it would boost his value even more if it's not high as is and impact you know and he can on, with impact he can go on elevation rampage and hop on do a quick segment and bring oh you know what comes to you on impact da, 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 da. and people will, fl- will flock over go watch him you know what happened when when christian retired the belt on on impact when he went went back after beating omega everybody watched impact that week oh man christian's back this legend in in the industry da, 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 da. so you could definitely do that with Bray Wyatt and be a consistent wrestler and do stuff with it. So, you know, right. But when he goes, I'll be watching impact a lot more than I do now. I was going to catch it yesterday for a little bit, but I would definitely watch impact as much as I can, especially with Bray on there. Shout out to Moose and Dan Proza, by the way. <laughs> now, um, speaking of, uh, you know, uh, contracts that are possibly, you know, are, are, are expiring. Um, FTR were guests on the Barstool Wrestling uh, podcast, and you know they 
went on record saying that they don't have much longer um on, on you know much time uh longer on their contracts so i don't i'm not going to read into this i feel like uh, ftr is definitely going to resign with AEW um there's nothing that you know when when they were in WWE they were pretty vocal about you know their frustrations about their bookings and how you know everything they've gone through so um nothing like that seems to be happening while they've been in AEW I mean listen they're 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 tag team champions for AAA um they've had numerous amazing matches with the Young Bucks with the Lucha Bros um and they're you know it's been teased that they're gonna have a um a uh a program with the briscoes you know after what happened in uh ring of honor so i i, I don't you know I, I i'm not worried about AEW leaving you know uh, i feel like re-signing them seems to be in you know a pretty easy decision what right. do you think it makes i mean it makes what, a lot of sense. What would yeah, listen, what would be their reason for leaving? Where what's what's their value elsewhere? They can't go back to WWE. They're already there. No, no, no. So that's I mean, one. You get them out the way. I mean, if so they want to be different, I mean, if they want to be different and want to try new things, then New Japan is right there. So that you know, and they would I, I, they look like they would kill it in the new Japan scene. Impact, New Japan. I mean, they would kill it anywhere, but I'm just saying triple A, you know. You WWE's out the picture. That's fine. Do you and they they've seen pretty happy, so it's like you know, maybe, I, maybe, maybe them putting the idea that oh, you know, our contract's almost up, we don't know what's gonna happen, but our contract is always done. They're probably hey, listen, like we wanna we wanna sign, but we wanna re-sign before our contract sign uh, is over. No, nothing crazy. Yeah. It's all business, like you how you not talking sports, how you guys talk at the uh in the Sounds of the Hardwood podcast. By the way, if you guys have you guys enjoy basketball, go check out the Sounds of the Hardwood podcast. Uh, Soto's one of the, uh, the hosts on that podcast. You will enjoy it. Mm. Nothing basketball, nothing but good joy. A lot of trash talking, a lot of good vibes over there. So shout out to them. Shout out to you guys over there, Soto. But it's just, just like sports, you know. Yo, Soto, you're a three-time champ. You know, how do you feel about, you know, you're leading the league and scoring with it? How do you feel about, about what's going on? You go tell the press. You know, I want to stay. I want to resign. You know, I want. Yeah, to, I, I don't want to wait till my contract comes this, out. I want to sign sooner than later. Right. There's nothing that suggests that they're you know that they're going to leave. And and to if, if you see the way they've been booked, it hasn't been poor. It, it's like they've had a pretty good successful run in So so yeah, I think you know resigning with them is, is a no brainer. So. Um, it makes sense. There's no, no reason. Just you know, hey, I want to resign now. Let's get this, this, this. Let's get the deal done now, rather than later. Right. Get so, um, we we just mentioned that FTR. Uh, uh, it seems to be that they're going in a feud with the Briscoes after Ring of Honor's final battle, and according to Dave Meltzer, the famous Dave Meltzer. Oh, now, boy. now, now, you know. That's your best friend. I don't. We don't usually agree with him, you know. That, you don't. Usually agree. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't agree with him. Some people do. Some people don't. But I mean, it's kind of obvious in this one. He reports that the Briscoes are likely to sign with AEW, um, and that's kind of obvious after you know what 
transcribed that at Ring of Honor's final battle. So the Briscoes in AEW, that's huge. That tag team division, like we, we've said, that AEW has the best, uh, in my opinion, the best tag team division. And guess what they're going to do when they resign? They're going to battle FTR. Exactly. Simple as that. So Exactly. So, um, so now that's the thing. We don't know if we don't know what kind of um, deal this is going to be if they do sign. Because remember, Ring of Honor, um, it you know will be taking a hiatus till you know the first quarter of 2022, and you know they've been day ones for Ring of Honor. They've been super loyal. So, like, we, we're not sure, you know, the extent of the contracts, if they're really going to sign a contract, but it kind of, like, seems that way. Um, they're just not going to tease something like that for it not to happen. Um, I mean, we could be dead wrong. Like, that match between FTR and um, the Briscoes, it could happen in AEW or it can happen whenever, you know, Ring of Honor comes back, but I don't think they're going to wait you know, four, five months, you know, all the, so with that idea, with that, with that theory up in the air that you just brought up, which is, you know, I'll call it a hot take. So it's hot takes coming soon. Um, when, when does, when does the contract FCR wrap up? That we don't know yet. So if it's in four or five months, then yeah, they'll let FCR go to ring of honor, go go on the reboot, go be the, the top two tag division, tag teams, in, FDR, in the in the company, FD, yeah, FDR could follow, you know, look, they're their own team, but they can follow footsteps like the Hardys and and like, or, or like Team Three D, you know, right. where they've been tag team champions in every single company they've been in, you know, simple as so, that. If so they want to go ahead, I think right. W makes more sense because maybe, out no. Ring there's of Honor was done for a little bit, but they want to get paid to go to AEW and get paid. You know, yeah, there's more security right there. That's elsewhere, then go go elsewhere. Doesn't wrong. It's you know whatever you feel is right about for you and you and your family, you and the families. Um, and most importantly, what's best for your your image? Mm-hmm. You know, what well, makes sense for you guys? Well, um, on this uh, wave of uh, contracts, Title wave um, <laughs> according to BodySlam.net, uh. Ring of Honor star uh, Brody King has signed with uh, All Elite Wrestling. And I cannot tell you how stoked I am because I think we're going to see, you know, the House of Black finally develop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we saw Malachi's Black speech in which he uh, referred, you know, the, he, he included a King line in there. And everybody started going crazy on Twitter as I was like, you know, watching the whole thing saying, oh, it has to be Brody King. And it definitely kind of seems that way now that it's confirmed that, you know, um, he's uh, joined All Elite Wrestling. And, you know, you see Black and King, you know, they obviously they have history together, you know, and I, I don't know, like we can see a, a whole new like dark faction. Like this is, this is what, um, what you imagine your entire life. <laughs> yes. And when, when, when Malachi black was in WWE as Alistair black, this is what I envisioned. And AW is hitting out of the ballpark with this. 
Yeah, you, you'll be looking great at some point. It'll be interesting. I don't know much about Brody King, but I know you've been raving about the opportunity for him to get a bit get a big shot. This is his big shot. Align himself somewhere and 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 get and get a chance to to show everybody what you're made of. You know what, mean, what who you are, your product, and you know, if you align with 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 listen, what happens. It, it here's the thing though, you know. I think step one was Brody King, you know, and King and King and um and Al, and I was gonna say I always say Alistair, but Malachi Black, Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Black is um you know they you know uh they're working together in PWG um as kings of the Black Throne, and they're currently um the PWG World Tag Team Champions, so it's like I don't know, man. My my thing is here's here's my prediction. Excited. Yes, I, I'm 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 hella excited. But here's here's my prediction. You know, we saw uh, Malachi Black spit the the black mist at at Julia Hart. Right. I feel like Julia Hart could be a recruitment. Like I feel like Black will recruit her. I feel like we're gonna. I, I feel like we're transitioning into a new character change for Julia Hart. I could be dead wrong. I could be dead wrong, but I feel like that's where we're what we're gonna be seeing. I feel like that's how um, the House of Black will expand. I see. Here's the thing. I feel like the House of Black, if properly booked and 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 managed, could be the next Ministry of Darkness really that's so, that's how all right so before you finish off don't to cut you off, before you finish this i'll go back to it i forgot what episode it was we go way way back so we're talking about we're talking about Alistair black now malachi black in WWE, and we were talking about as undertaker finally left his legacy behind and finally officially retired retired on retired officially and we spoke about oh, so who's going to take the mantle of being the next evil character, next dark character in WWE? I think I had said like it, I brought Wyatt. up Bray Wyatt because yeah, Bray it Wyatt, makes yeah. sense. The, there's a lot of com- the there's Wyatt a lot of similarities. Was so, it was so epic that I just loved it. The follow the buzzer was incredible. Um, not to mention that I think he did with the kid with Cena was probably the most eeriest thing I've ever seen in my life. Next to whatever Taker did. But you brought up Alistair Black. And you were like, I would love to, you go, and I'll, I'll paraphrase the quote. I, and you said, I would love to see Alistair Black retire Undertaker to be the new face in the dark side of WWE. Paraphrase the quote, quote, whatever it is. And then his character got more darker as time progressed in WWE. And you just loved it. Like, all oh, this guy, this is it. This is happening. And then he was off TV for ever, what it felt like. And, you know, he's back at AEW. He's got this dark character. You could tell it's evil. It's maniacal. So is this part of your idea? This is going to be Taker, not Taker, but Taker-esque when it comes to his character. Because let's call it how it is. The Dark Order is the Dark Order, but WWE didn't use Alistair Black as... Um, the way they should. They um, 
They didn't give him enough. And when they gave him something, it didn't last the way it should have. Um, but at AEW, now he's come over and done his thing. The um, opportunity for him to be something is way bigger now. And the platform is bigger from the U because he's getting airtime on a consistent basis. So is this the chance for him to be the undertaker of AEW? Not Undertaker well, as in the well, yeah, the yeah, part, no, no, the character, character you know, kind of the similarity because they have a lot of similar. Yeah, of course, of course, there, there's a lot of similarities with, with that, and you know, um, that's what makes uh, you know, Malachi's Black's uh, character so appealing, and that's why you know a lot of people are behind him, you know, it, and it's not only like the promos; it's also the in-ring work and and all he has to bring. So you know, there 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 is a strong comparison there, and you know. So uh, I definitely am excited to see what the House of Black um, will officially look like, uh, what new members are going to be recruited. You know, Brody King seems to be a lock. And then Julia Hart, eh, call me crazy, but it kind of seems to me she can play a, a type of role, you know? Right. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Oh, no, um, you said this a long time ago. And now it's like, wait, you say it's going to be taken like, like months ago. But now he might get the chance to be, you know, something, the leader of his evil ministry. And it could be that for AW. So way to uh, come full circle with that, Soto. I give Thank you credit. You. Um, then now, oh boy, uh, WWE TV partners, Fox and USA Network are interested in signing MJF, according to Andrew Zarian of Matman Radio. This is... He, he uh, came out to report that, so... Um, so um <laughs> this is simple mjf is the most beloved man to be the most hated person in every company he'll go to <laughs> i hate that man he's so good at what he does i can't stand him but if and no matter what no matter it could be three in the morning if i know he's gonna be on i'm gonna get, i'm gonna stay up i'll wake up before he gets on to watch him do a segment he is so good at what he does and he has, I mean, he says, oh, I'm the new Ric Flair, da, 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 da. He has potential to be the next Ric Flair. Let's call it how it is. Ric Flair, trope, he, he blazed the trail so everybody else could be him. We've seen people do it before. We saw um, uh, <laughs> the glorious Bobby Roode try it. Didn't work out. It was good. Wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't Flair-esque. MJF could be that. And he talks the talk. He walks to walk. He fits this mold. So, of course, the big execs want him to be, you know, to be on their company. So, all the people he wants to do is MJF want to keep being the number one heel on AEW for Turner Sports, for Turner themselves, or does he want to go get more money as much as he can and go be with Fox? Well, it all depends on his decisions at this point. For what is what is right. his interest at? And right, exactly. But I think he's best situated for AEW, right? 100%. Um, WWE, knowing how WWE, well, as we all have seen how WWE operates, I don't think the shit that MJF says will fly in WWE, right? It has to be that, because that's him. Exactly. So I feel like his best, he's best suited for AEW and just stay there. Um, I don't think MJF having scripted promos, right, uh, would work, you no. know, um, 
unless unless somehow MGF were to get creative control um, of his character, right? Then I can say maybe, but no. Um, it, it's uh, he's best suited for AEW, and we should just leave it at that and then that conversation there. One hundred percent. AEW. This would be a this would be the biggest loss AEW could ever get. Lose MJF. It would nobody be nobody on that yeah. roster who do, who pulls the crowd, who pulls and pushes the crowd, and he draws the biggest does. heat. And you need somebody like that, and they can't afford to lose him. One hundred percent. That's a vital piece. He's gonna he. We're we're all well, I'll cross this off. This is a quick one and done. We're all set with him being here. He's gonna be AW. <laughs> next <laughs> next topic. Uh so you know, uh uh this past episode of uh AEW Dynamite, Adam Cole promised a special Christmas present on next week's uh edition of AEW. Um and you know, we, we, we've seen Adam Cole hold a box. We really don't know what that box is. You know what it is. I, I really don't know, but he says he has a surprise. I'm thinking, or, you know, or a lot of people thinking it's uh, has something to do with Kyle O'Reilly. I hope so. I hope so. Um, it kind of seems like it, it reminds me of an episode of Being the Elite when Kenny Omega was given a package by uh, the Young Bucks, I think it was by Matt Jackson, and he never opened up the box, right? He only opened up the box when um, he uh, it was uh, Omega, Ibushi, and the Young Bucks together, and when he opened up the box, it was a shirt that said, you know, the Golden Elite. Now, I feel like this is going down the same trend where, you know, once... If it is Kyle O'Reilly, he opens up the box to reveal like a new shirt and it says like let's say the undisputed elite. Right. So some shit like that. So I think I feel like we're 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 seeing oh and by the way, when that happened, uh Kyle O'Reilly went on Twitter and said uh, he put a, a thing said uh what's in the box with the eyes. So there's a lot of teases going around. I do believe Kyle Riley is signing with AEW. I think we're going to see him sooner than later. I'm super excited because uh, the Undisputed Era is one of my all-time favorite factions. I'm going to put them at top three. Really? Close to number one. Very close to number one. So We'll break down, we'll, we'll break down top five in the new year. We're going to have, we're gonna have a long discussion about this. That's interesting. Yeah, that's, that's I, I love, you know, and, and like I said, I, I, I met Bobby Fish, great human being, like one of the best um, wrestlers I've ever met. Very humble, um, really cool, down-to-earth dude. So um, that just adds my uh, liking to Undisputed Era even, even more. Um, I definitely want to meet the other members, Adam Cole, uh, Roderick Strong, and Kyle O'Reilly. So hopefully one day that will happen. But <clears throat> it seems to be that the Undisputed uh, Era reunion will happen in AEW. Now, uh, this past, again, this past episode of Dynamite, we had a match. Hangman Page versus uh, Brian Danielson, which ended in a one-hour draw. Uh what a match. What Great a match. match. Um, similar with it with Omega. You want to fight? If I will fight, but I'm not going to lose. And the hour-long match, and I'm going to draw. 
Um, another thriller, something WWE has to start taking notes on because these half hour hour matches to go into draws are great ideas. Yeah. Really, sometimes you have to you have to commit you have to pull the trigger and commit on the win. Someone has to win, someone has to lose. But once in a while, if you want to do a draw, not by count yeah. or a DQ, but these Alameda events, perfect idea. I didn't think about it that way because I was like, damn, you know, what a, that was a a five star match. It was, everything was perfectly executed. Like it was, everything about that match was special. And that's like, that match was the definition of professional wrestling. And, you know, the, the fact that it ended, you know, my initial reaction, I was like, oh, come on, they cannot be doing this again. Because as you remembered, uh, couple uh, weeks or uh, or a month ago or yeah a couple of weeks one or two months ago um same thing uh, ended with a draw uh, Brian Danielson versus uh, Kenny Omega so the fact that they pulled it you know Wish we pulled the trigger right right um so <laughs> <laughs> but so you know the fact that it ended on a draw it was like damn like are you serious but I need more I want it's, more it's, I need more yeah it's it's a way to keep both men strong you know, without making, you know, the other look weak. So, and we're bound to see another match between them. So, um, you know, the fact that the next match could be, could be even bigger, better, which is hard to believe because this match was uh, simply amazing. So. um, It's it's just fun. Um, Definitely going to be worth more to see down the line. So we'll, um, we'll see how it is in a, in a few weeks when they'll probably have another, Half hour match or something with interference or at the pay per view. So there's a lot of time. There's a lot of, and the best thing about it, this is the, this is the beauty of AEW having four or five main events a year, uh, four or five pay per views a year. You have so much time to try out different things. If things don't work, you cut it. Things we keep pushing. So every pay per view you have is top notch. Yep. And I don't blame WWE for not doing it because after a while, you just once a month, once a month, once a month. But writing was a lot better back then. Writing's not so much, you know, now. And it's been so many years of pay-per-views that you can't pull them. You know what I'm saying? Every right. month has to be something. Every six weeks has to be something. But Bro. this is going to be a way, listen, we have to keep up with this because if they're pulling these matches with our time limit on live TV, and they're getting the matches that they have to get. They get five matches a night, six matches a night, five matches before an hour-long main event. Why can't you guys do that? Why can't you guys push the talent? So you don't have guys say, hey, why can't we get airtime? Why can't we get segments for us? But people are wrestling. Now, come on, it's like 150 days champ or whatever it is. I haven't seen him wrestle in like three months. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to find ways to create talent and give people opportunity to do well. Otherwise, people are going to leave. At the Absolutely. same time, we, we talked before about AEW being overcrowded. Why would people go to WWE when the people with the lesser, it's a smaller talent pool there now, and those guys aren't getting enough airtime, and you're getting more time than they are in AEW? You want more? It's not going to work. You got to find ways yeah. to to be AEW to be better than them, so you can you can win this war that you're getting destroyed at right now. Well, we're gonna we're gonna end this show on this a final segment which is a segment that you've been uh, like all over <laughs> because you just love everything about it. And so do I. 
Um, but I want to hear more of your 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 take on this. I want to hear your take on this. So Heyman is now officially out of the bloodline. You mean Heyman's with that with the beast now? The beast about to be the bloodline now. He was fired by Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns hugged him, said he loved him, and right after that, boom, Superman punch right to the face. So um <laughs> All right, so isn't it always great when you see Paul Heyman taking bumps? It's the best. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's up there. It, and guess what? He sells better than Jake the Snake Roberts. I'm going to leave it like that. <laughs> All I know is that this is finally become what it is. And Heyman, Reigns did the job, did the favor for us, and just let it be known. I don't care what you do. You know what? Go be with Reigns. Go be with Lesnar. I don't need you. Thus, going to – and I'm going to dig deeper into it in a second. We would figure out, we want to find out who was going to be. So now come day one, when Lesnar and Reigns show up, and they're going to see a little Heather, do I, do I show my little Tita to Heyman, to Reigns? Yeah, you know what? Fuck this. We'll throw the belt – to Lesnar, get him, get him, Brock, get him, Brock. It was, I don't know, it was, it was brilliant the way it panned. I wish, I wish it would have, the trigger would have been pulled at day one, wasn't all good. But now we know that Heyman's gonna go back with, with, with Lesnar, and it's all good. You know, we, I knew it was gonna happen it's, at some it's, point. It's all good. It's all good, right? It's all good, right? No, I'm no not convinced. convinced. I'm not convinced. You're not convinced. I'm not convinced. Bro, I would never take a a, a bump. I am not not convinced. Listen, if if history shows us, Heyman has turned on Brock Lesnar. He's turned on people to go back to Brock. Right, right. I'm just not convinced. Maybe after day one, I can finally be convinced and say, all right, you know what? Heyman... He, he his right to die. You saying that Heyman said, "I want you to fire me on live TV and beat my ass for Brock." Listen, is this what I, you're saying? I, 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 I'm, I'm definitely saying that because I, we've seen it. We've seen it in WWE. We've seen where, like, you know, uh, oh, okay, you're gonna tag me this week, and we're gonna play. You know, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna confuse Brock Lesnar, you know, into thinking that I, I'm with him. But when the time comes, I'm gonna pull the trigger. So do you, I'm just not convinced yet. So do you I'm, think Brock is that stupid? I don't or think, you that think Brock is that, that smart. Stupid. I think I, I, I think Heyman's a genius. But my thing is, I, I still don't know where Heyman's loyalty is. Remember, so, so, so explain this to me. So. He's he's with the bloodline, you know. Obviously, right. oh my my chief and what whatever. Right. So when Roman Reigns does not appear on the episode of SmackDown last week, he's all the Beast, the Conqueror. I was the I said it, I said it. I was in sync. I was in sync no, with so him like, too. So I'm like, damn, that was a pretty quick switch. So what hey, makes but, you think he's not going to switch back? Who's this? Why are you being so nice? Go to Saskatchewan or Saskatchewan, wherever it is, can you go to go fishing? Three years ago, you were in the raining. That was super. You were saying the same thing in the super. It's like this, like, oh, I don't know, man. What do you mean? It's <laughs> just, I'm not, I'm not fully convinced yet. Um, it was nice enough for Lesnar to come out before 
um, you know, uh, Roman Reigns, you know, put put uh, Heyman on a commission, but uh, he took out both of the Usos and then ultimately, uh, you know, put uh, Reigns on the F5 and yeah, stood tall. But I, I'm just still not fully convinced yet. We, all right, all right so I'll leave with we, this one. Yeah. Has Brock ever put his hands on Heyman? I'm pretty sure he has. I just can't remember right now. I'm going to say no. I don't remember. I don't know. I've been following Haven since ECW days. I, 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 I've, I've been following Paulie dangerously forever. And I, don't, I don't believe that he's put his hands on, on that Lesnar has put his hands on Heyman. I'm going to say that. Now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, then so be it. But I'm, I'm really trying to think. I, I, like, I'm really, really, really trying to think. So leave that note. We'll put it for the fans. Uh, I'll throw it on Spotify for. I know my wrestling guys. <laughs> I can't go. <laughs> I can't go far back. <laughs> um, but yeah, but you know, CM Punk put his hands beat, not put him beat up. Heyman, uh, Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. hit him with a, hit him with a finisher. So, you know, no matter how bad things got. Heyman and Lesnar are always together. So, you know, whatever it is, is whatever. But um, that'll do it for us on today's episode, today's episode of the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. We appreciate you guys for being on as often as you are to view us and watch us. Um, also watch, you'll be seeing the new year coming around. We'll post more videos on the Facebook page. Um, editing's a bitch. I've never, I, this is why we got to find somebody to do editing. It's tough, you know, <laughs> um, but shout out to slowly, Anchor. Slowly, slowly, for, slowly, but surely. We are on our way from two laptops and two mics. <laughs> um, we want to give a shout out to Anchor. Anchor, we thank you time in, time out for allowing us to use your platform to promote and push our podcast through. Um, Two years ago, we thought there was some bullshit. We were just trying to have our conversation on Xbox. Shout out to Xbox. I want a new, I want a new controller. Hold it down. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got my little <laughs> um, You know, you allow us to use a platform, and we are incredibly grateful. Two years ago, we didn't think it was just conversation on Xbox. And just talking about wrestling nonstop for two hours at a time, just sitting here and doing nothing. And now we're talking on a weekly basis and talking about during the week about how we do for a podcast. This is on a third. So if anybody that wants to get in the podcast business, please hit up Anchor. It's very easy, very simple, very well worth the work. Um, we are live on Anchor. We are live on Apple. We are live on Spotify, Google Podcasts, <clears throat> Radio Public, um, Breaker. Anyway, you get your podcast at, we are live on there. Um, you can check us out on social media at Twitter at Flip Wrestling at Instagram at Sunset underscore Flip underscore Wrestling. Um, we will be having posts and views of every every episode coming in. Um, news been going on. We'll have that on as well on our stories and for anything you can catch on week on daily news updates. Check us out on Facebook at the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast page. So. That'll do it for us today. So, what you got to do today? What's your move this weekend? Well, 
I'm going to uh, my cousin's house now just to celebrate her birthday. Nice. Uh, birthday. Thank you. And uh, tomorrow, this cousin two dollar. What happened? <laughs> Thanks. And tomorrow, uh, going to see Spider Man. So don't tell me any spoilers. I'm, oh, no, I'm no. not trying nothing of that. No, no, bro. I've been trying to like ignore Instagram and, and especially TikTok. It's hard. I'm, to, I'm, like, I muted some stuff. So like, as soon as I see something, I'm like. Whoop. Yeah, whatever, whatever you can do. Um, but enjoy that. I'm out the place of Fortnite with an old buddy of mine. Um, then nice. I do Christmas shopping. Um, by the way, you know what I'm saying? I always play Fortnite. Fortnite is fun. And when are we playing Warzone? Whenever. But I, I started, you know, I hope you get into I've been, yo, I've been playing Halo this whole week. I, I, I have to download I've it. That um, is really good. Um, they've been updating on a daily basis. I don't know if you've seen the daily updates you get. Um, it's going to be really good. Um, I know you enjoy it, so I'll get on when I can. Um, whatever, don't play split yeah, game. Halo is actually smooth. I'm not gonna lie to you. Halo is is dope. It's dope. good. You wait. You wait forever for that. I don't, if it'll come out for the online, I think the actual game will come out soon. But it's yeah. you know, online. I think for it now. already came out. Is that all? okay? Well, there you go. So everything's out as is. So enjoy that. Do your thing. Um, I'm gonna do mine. Um, next one. The, the next one Thursday night, you know what I'm saying? Good shit. Uh, we're gonna win tonight. Uh, Buck Faustin. For y'all, y'all know what that is. Um, I don't know, it's gonna be tough. No McBride. McBride's playing. Protocol. What you mean, bro? What, what are you I, talking and about? I know, and I know you picked them up because I was gonna pick them up, and I was like, fuck, bro. Hold on, what are you talking about? But yeah, he entered the the health uh, protocol, so when? they might have to. Uh, I think today, so they might uh force to play uh Kemba. I think. Whoa, 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 hold on. Don't, what do you? And for more basketball uh, discussion, oh, you know, that's the Sounds of the Hardwood podcast. Ah, oh. well, if y'all want to catch a basketball fix, go check out the Sounds of the Hardwood podcast. You can hit up Soto and the boys. Um, good people over there. Yeah, go to your thing. Oh, my God. I just picked them up. Oh. I know. I know. Sorry about that. But, uh, I gotta tell my dad. I, I'm doing. I gotta. I pick. I just. You might have to. You might have to like do a quick pickup. Like you might have to. Uh, listen, you might either stash him or drop him and pick somebody else for today. I have to. I got. I, I, I asked my dad to know what's picked <laughs> up. But God damn it! <sighs> they're they're really trying. Oh my god! They're really trying to bring. Oh. Nick Nation, baby, we get to go. <laughs> oh, I'll talk to you later. So it'll be good. All right, later. Thank you.